0: You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to Episode 2. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. In this episode, we are unpacking the irresistible part of our video podcast channel, Digitally Irresistible. On episode one, we featured our chief digital officer, PJ Singh, where we talked about the digital part of our name. Today, we're focusing on the irresistible part, and I'm excited to bring to you our featured guest today, Therese Grant Shelton. Therese, welcome.
1: Hi, Bernie. I'm glad to be here, and I'm honored to be on this second episode. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm really uh, looking forward to our conversation. And, uh, you know, after you and I kind of prepped for this, it just felt so perfect. What a perfect alignment. And and as you know, the whole premise of this episode, Therese, is we're talking about the irresistible part of our the podcast name. And, you know, at Icor, we always say that you've got to have an irresistible culture, with irresistible people to deliver a great customer experience. And in order for that to happen, you need rock solid training. So I'm excited to talk to you about the role of training in creating irresistible culture, irresistible people. So let's begin our conversation with an introduction. Tell us about you and your role at iCorps.
1: You got it. So I've been with iCorps for a little over 16 years and I started here as a trainer. I have held just about every job in training that you can think of during my tenure here. So in 2013, after I-Corps scooped up CCT Group in the 2012 acquisition, I was asked to join the corporate training department, which was largely undefined at that time, but we had the opportunity to evolve into a global learning community and we worked hard to try to keep that community strong and connected. So as a member of the Global Learning Department, I run the trainer certification program. And we developed this so that our more than 300 global trainers could be afforded the opportunity to provide consistent information to our frontline employees.
0: Wow. So there's over 300 trainers across the globe and you lead the trainer certification program. Can you unpack that for us a little bit? Tell us more about that.
1: Sure, so think about trying to plant a tree. Now you love trees and you want trees all around you, but you've only been given a spoon with which to do that. Um, Yeah, yeah, a spoon will get it done, right? But how successfully and how long will that take? So what happens if you happen upon, say, like an ice cream scoop as you talk to other arborists who are the people who take care of the trees? Bigger than the spoon, you picked it up somewhere, the tree will eventually get planted, but it's still going to take a long time to get you there. So if you think about trainer certification as a shovel, It's wide enough to and big enough to dig a hole and establish this mighty root system for your tree. Um, And that's going to allow your tree to flourish. So that's kind of what trainer certification program is. We provide our trainers and the training support teams with that shovel while making the course interactive and, of course, fun. And we created this course so that the seasoned trainers could learn as much from this course as the newest trainers who have never even touched a class. And since we're pretty much an extension of our clients through customer care and retention and support and revenue generation, they're pretty reliant on our global trainers to teach our employees the fundamentals of their business. And they need trainers who are confident and competent at what they do. This is an enormous task when your clients are telecom and financial services, and airlines, and retail. So that can be a little less daunting if you have Trainer Certification Program, uh, that type of a shovel, as opposed to that little, bitty spoon that you had at the very beginning. So over the years, Trainer Certification Program has evolved into a responsive set of courses, Bernie, which we have developed into a world-class, award-winning program that equips our instructors to train thousands of agents so that they can deliver great customer experience for every single one of our clients.
0: You know, Therese, I think you're selling yourself a little short. (laughs) I think that shovel, I think it's more like earth moving equipment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, give me a backhoe, Bernie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, wow. Okay, you just mentioned something that actually I wanted to get to, and you, you said that it's award winning. Yes. It's a robust program. I, I have some insight into it. I, I want to share a little mo- more of that robustness with our viewer and our listener. Tell us about some of the awards that you've won with the program and really the meaning of the awards, not just naming them, but you know, what's the significance of those awards?
1: Well, we started off in 2014 with the uh, ATD award. This is the American, uh, excuse me, the Association for Talent Development. So this is a nationally, actually globally known organization that connects talent developers together so that we are able to provide um, excellent training for all of the um, trainers keeping us connected so that we are all training on the same page because training does change albeit at a glacial pace, but it it is it evolves and it develops with the research that is ongoing within the training field. So we now refer to training as talent development, uh, which led to some of the LEAD Awards, some of the Stevie Awards, and some of the HR.com Awards, which is what we got for um, you know, best certification program, best use of in-classroom training. So these are some pretty prestigious awards that we have uh, that we've been awarded for this program that are recognized uh, pretty much across the globe.
0: And I know that they're greatly appreciated by our clients as well. Uh, I know that we're supporting millions upon millions of customers and user customers th- for our clients. So maybe you can comment on, like, how do you either get feedback or just get ongoing the evolution of the program to be able to meet the needs of our customers to serve their customers?
1: Well, I have to do a bunch of diligent research to ensure that all of the training programs, every single level, is as responsive as it can be for our clients. Our clients usually make uh, Request and there are things that we're able to fulfill because the trainer certification program has consistently evolved. So, we have four levels within the program. The first level that we have is just facilitation basics, right? We give you some best practices like establishing and running and managing your class, uh, timing, content delivery. And the best part about these programs is that we have certification at the end which helps meet our clients' needs. And so the end of certification for level one is that our trainers get to show us what they've learned by presenting to all of their peers. They can present any topic that they want to. Bernie, you would not even begin to imagine some of these topics that our trainers have provided us with, but I have learned just about everything under the globe because our trainers are so talented. Um, In level two, our trainers get some advanced facilitation techniques where they learn about the theories that go behind what it is that we do in the classroom. And this is where the trainers get their aha moments. Our learners get it in the classroom, but this time it is the aha moment from the actual facilitator, the actual instructor. And they get these, oh, that's why we do that type of moments. Uh Well, uh yeah, exactly. Which also helps them run their classes a lot more efficiently because they understand the whys behind what it is that they do. Uh, We also teach them how to be well-versed global leaders inside the classroom as well as outside the classroom. Now, these trainers show us what they've learned by having a threaded discussion with their peers, Now in the third level, we don't have a whole bunch of trainers who do take the third level because it's curriculum development and design. Now here, this is where we uh, teach the trainers how to build the actual curriculum from which we train. Now, thankfully bots don't do this yet, Bernie. So we have to take all those theories that we learned back from level two, and we wanna create something that's interesting and interactive. Uh, We wanna create interesting interactive courses and assessments for all of our frontline Agents and our supervisors and our managers to be able to take. So, um, at the end of that class, our trainers get to show us what they have learned by creating brand new curriculum that's going to, uh, that they've assessed, that they can implement with their managers and with their agents and with their QAs even, uh, so that they are able to utilize the work that they've done uh, just in the class, just in the four day class. And then finally, we have. The top tier level, which is the DX level, the digital experience level, and this is along the lines of what you were asking me about before, Bernie. How do you make sure that these classes remain responsive to what our clients' needs are? Well, the DX level shows us how to maintain that responsiveness because, as you know, with this evolving You know, folks are working from home, people are consuming things digitally, people want things in smaller bites. Uh, I teach the trainers how to create content that doesn't just transform just you know, regular written stuff into a digitized something. I actually show them how to create a whole digital experience, and all of that remains relevant to everything that their clients' needs are. We've actually had some of our trainers put some of those uh, those practices into effect and into place. With their live clients now, and so um, you know there is a, a lot of of um, of the responsiveness that we do with the with the digital type of academy, the digital experience that they receive. The best part about that is that the trainers actually get to show us all kinds of really cool digital tools, and they are super interactive and a lot of fun. And so that's kind of how we like to keep things on the cutting edge. I never like to keep the curriculum stale. I like to refresh it every six months, every 12 months or so, just to ensure that everybody is uh, practicing the most up-to-date of what it is that we do.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, in the spirit of our Digitally Irresistible podcast name, and the the last part that you covered there from the four levels of training is around the the digital experience. I'm sure you've got a uh, a war story or two from your years in the program that you might be able to share you know, about some successes and some trainers and even some agents that are just rocking it out there for our clients?
1: Well, we've had quite a few of our trainers who have started out as training assistants or training associates or even leads on the floor who have fallen into training. They've taken the courses and we've had quite a few of them get promoted to be training supervisors and training managers, which is super exciting for me. I love that. Uh, So those are some of our success stories. Uh, I also love how like back in level one, which, of course, is everybody's favorite level because they get to meet all kinds of trainers from all over the globe. They get to interact with a bunch of people. Um, this is actually their favorite part of TCP. They're, they're the, uh, the certification for level one um, because they get to teach about whatever they want, Bernie. And when I say whatever, I mean, whatever we have learned. You would not believe some of the things that we have learned about just out of the certification out of this. I have learned how to cook everything you can think of to the point where I have made cookbooks out of all the wow. recipes that I have from trainer level one. We have learned how to open coconuts. We have learned how to get through a breakup. We've learned about how to meditate and make origami. Our trainers are so talented outside of the learning environment. So uh, they like to display and showcase all of that just through going through uh, trainer certifications.
0: That that is that is fantastic. I'm I'm not surprised to hear that, especially under your leadership. Thank um, you. before I segue to my last question, I want to ask you one more question, Teresa, And that is maybe you can give us a little bit of insight into what do you what do you see in your little crystal ball for the train the trainer program over the next 12, 24 36 months.
1: Yes, I am super excited about this one, Bernie. We are going to be launching the newest iteration of our Level 2 Advanced Facilitation course. I am creating an interactive pre-work for our trainers so they can establish bonds outside of the classroom and use those bonds to help each other better acquire knowledge inside of my classroom. We tell them to do this inside of their own classes in their own learning environments, but now they get to experience it for themselves so they know how to kind of tweak that best for the clients that they support. So that should be going live um, as soon as I can get it launched, as soon as I am done with uh, all the projects that I am concerned with right now, Uh, but it will be before the end of 2021.
0: Fantastic. That sounds exciting. I can't wait to see that. Thank you for sharing that Therese. All right, here's my last question. And that is, even though I I think I might have a little insight into the answer, I still want to hear it from you and so do our viewers and listeners. And that is, Teresa, when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun?
1: Bernie, I am at the beach. That is where you will find me. I will be there from sun up to sundown. I will be in the water. I will be on the sand. I will be everything all consuming at the beach. I live eight minutes away.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Strategic location, location, location. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. Of course, unfortunately, you can only do that certain months out of the year, but maybe, I live in Florida. maybe not.
1: we do it all year long. There you go.
0: <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Well, Teresa, where would you like to send our viewers and our listeners to learn more about what we discussed here today? Well,
1: for our internal trainers and our internal folks, we can always go to our internal systems to view more inside of our beam online, interactive uh, program that we have, but for our external viewers, we can always go to jobs.icor.com and you will be able to see uh, and apply for any open positions that we may have in our global uh, facilitative experiences.
0: Fantastic. And of course, for those that are watching this episode that is scrolling along the bottom of the screen and has been for a few minutes now. And so I'll switch that over to uh, one last scroll and that is uh, inviting everyone to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Teris, you've not disappointed. I knew you were going to rock it. Uh, to, you were irresistible to talk about how we at i develop an irresistible culture for irresistible people to deliver a great customer experience. Teris, thank you so much for being our featured guest on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digital Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.